0: Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studios, this is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, host of the Fine Print Entree Leadership Podcast and co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour with Rachel Cruz, joined today by best-selling author Christina Ellis. And we are pumped to take your calls today, America. The number is 888-825-5225- we want to help you take that next step with your life, with your money. You're at a crossroads. You're feeling a little anxious. There's a lot going on in the world, Christina. There's a lot to be anxious about. We want to hopefully give you some peace.
1: Yes, and I love that new ad to your to your intro. The
0: cohost of the feels good. Smart
1: Money Happy Hour it feels good. One of the top twenty podcasts in the nation right now. That's Y'all right. check it out. Thank it is you. amazing.
0: I haven't even listened to the latest episode. I don't usually go back and listen to things with my voice. Mm. Uh, I don't enjoy that. And uh, it's proof that I'm not a narcissist, James, <laughs> despite what he tweeted earlier today. I'm just kidding. James, was a, he's a sweet producer. He would never do that. <laughs> right. I don't even have Twitter, George. He doesn't even have Twitter. He's off the grid, man. You can't find this guy. His real name is not James.
1: <laughs> well, what's crazy is you're sitting, you know, you're saying... There's all this heavy stuff around money in the world, but y'all bring levity to money, which is so needed. That's the goal. I think a lot of people want to learn about money. They want to get better with their finances, but then they look on the news, and it's overwhelming, and it's all negative, and it's all kind of depressing. But y'all bring fun to money, which is so needed and so cool.
0: Well, we just got this comment. uh, Our team just sent it over to us. Uh, It says, my husband and I are really enjoying this podcast with Rachel and George. They really bring us laughter, and we look forward to listening to them together in the mornings. We're in a difficult season, so to have something like this to look forward to is awesome. Thank you, Rachel and George. Keep it up. And that just, it warms my heart uh, to know that, you know, everyone's going through a hard time. We need to laugh. Laughter is medicine, and that's why I love comedy. That's why I watch late night shows, because the news is heavy, and so to make light of it a little bit while also staying informed is very important to me. So that's how I choose to digest the news, through the lens of comedy.
1: And like money can be fun. Like We can talk about the Royals and their money and all the things y'all unpacked this week on the show. That's right.
0: (laughs) And I learned a lot. So go check it out. You can subscribe, follow Smart Money Happy Hour wherever you listen to podcasts, and let us know what you think. All right, open phones, 888 825 Nicole's kicking us off this hour in Toledo. Nicole, welcome to The Ramsey Show.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. How can Christina and I help?
2: So I took a job, and I will be relocating between now and July of next year. And part of that relocation package was um, they're covering the sale of my home here and all the fees. They're covering the closing costs of my new home. Um, They are also providing me $17,000 worth of relocation assistance. I'll get about $15,000 from the sale of my home. And I'm a military veteran, so I get VA benefits. So I can get a 15-year mortgage with no PMI. So my question is, is do I take that $30,000 and put it towards my $60,000 worth of debt, or do I still put it down as my down payment on my new home?
0: Oh, that's a a great question. Well, first of all, this company is very generous. That's incredible that they're doing this. You must be very sharp. What kind of work are you in? Um,
2: Transportation and logistics.
0: Cool. Okay, so you have $60,000 in debt? Yes. What's that made up of?
2: um, student
1: loans, car, and uh, home repair that was done. Okay. And when you move, do you plan on renting for a while or what's kind of your thoughts on housing?
2: So I was actually planning on buying and I'm looking to stay within 150 to 175.
0: And what's the new and area?
2: Monthly, um, it's a, uh, Cleveland-Akron area.
0: Okay, so you're still in Ohio, and you know the home prices yeah. over there. And how much yeah. equity would you be able to roll into the new house?
2: Um, between fifteen and 20000
0: Okay. And that relocation money, would you need all of that, or is that you can use that towards the new house as well if you have extra?
2: I can use that for whatever relocation I need. Okay. For whatever relocation assistance
0: I need. So what's your income at the new in the new position.
2: Monthly take home after that my military pay and child support is roughly 6500 a
0: month. Great. So an easy way to look at this to make a decision is to take that and divide it by 4 and that will give you a quarter of your take home pay. And so that tells me that 1625 is, is my top that's my top budget for a mortgage payment on a 15 year fixed. So how much would you need to put down in order to have that be the payment?
2: So I think I looked and if I stick with one fifty I would be at like fifteen hundred a month
0: okay if you go out uh, one fifty house and how much would you have to put down to to do that nothing you you'd have zero percent
2: if I put nothing down I think i I think it calculated to fifteen hundred a month
0: okay. Well, I would love for you, to, if you have 15 from the home sale, let's put at least 10% down. You said you're not going to have PMI because of the VA benefit. Correct. So let's put at least 10% down as the goal, and the rest we can throw at the debt, knowing that our payment is still going to be less than a quarter of our take-home pay, which leaves you with a lot of margin to then tackle this debt. And with
2: so
1: you, then roughly half in debt and half on the down payment.
0: Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah. And with you moving to this new city, is this somewhere you think you're going to want to stay for a while? Yes, I do. Okay. Because, I mean, there is the option of taking a little bit of time to rent. We often recommend people rent for a year when they're moving to a new city, just to even figure out the areas. Make sure that you love that new location and that job that you're not going to want to uproot somewhere else before you really commit to a home purchase. Because that is a huge decision. And if you do need to sell that home in the future, you may not have those real estate fees covered if you're not with that company. So there is the option to just take a little bit of time before purchasing to just kind of get to know the city and the areas.
0: Now you have about what 8 or 9 months. Is that enough time for you to actually go visit and check out the areas and work with a real estate agent and really start to dial some things in?
2: Yes, it is.
0: And on top of that, the next 8 or 9 months we're going to be focused on knocking out this debt too. Correct. Love it. So you're going to have uh how much debt do you think you could pay off in the next 8 months from that 60?
2: Um, I think i can
0: get at least 20 of it covered wow so now we're down to 40 and if we put 15 on that we're down to 25 and now you know by the end of next year you'll be completely debt free with a fully funded emergency fund that's the goal i love it that's a great vision to have and thank you so much for your service and sacrifice um and congrats on the new position
1: and what an amazing company thank you that's incredible benefits that's just awesome
0: That is very, very great. So, uh, if if they're hiring, you know, I don't want to leave. But if you're out there listening, there are companies out there offering these amazing, amazing benefits. So, don't be scared to look around to start applying if you're looking for an increase in pay. You know, Ken Coleman's talking about this all the time. It's one of the best job markets we've ever seen. So, don't be shy, apply. That's my new tagline, Christina. I like it. Take it if you will. (laughs) Hey, more of your calls coming up 888 825 5225. This is The Ramsey Show.
3: It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans, and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 36 Billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use, and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800 356 4282.
0: george campbell joined by christina ellis this hour this is the ramsey show 888-825-5225 you jump in we'll talk about your life and your money john carlo calls in next from puerto rico all right john carlo how you doing i'm doing good how about you guys we're doing wonderfully how can we help today
4: all right so just to give you guys context right um, so I'm currently in baby step number zero. I'm currently getting current in all my bills because I was about five weeks without income. So that set me back up, but I'm not too worried about that because I should be back on track in about three to four weeks at most. Good. And then baby step number one should take me a month at most. Now Correct. I'm thinking in baby step number two. Over here in Puerto Rico, the interest rates in cars are very high, and I have around twenty-four thousand in debt total out of which 18000 is in my car however my car can sell for about 14000 with its current you know model year um and mileage it can sell anywhere between 14 000 to 15000 but i'll probably need to spend or lower the price by about 1 to 2000 because of physical damage repairs mechanically everything is good but there's a physical damage in the bumper so i'm just wondering i have never gone through the process of selling the car And my mindset is I'm thinking of selling it um, at around 12 to 13,000. And then instead of putting all that in the car, using about 2000 to get the 1000 to 2000 to get a used car and then dumping the rest of the 10,000 and all my other debt, which should cover all of my other debt and put around, put the car down by 2000, which would lead me to about 16,000. But that should leave me anywhere between, um, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars that I could put in the car per month, and I'm wondering if that's a good idea or how should I go about this? Because, like I said, I've never sold a car, so I'm just looking for advice on how to go through this process.
0: So you're not going to be able to sell the car as long as you have the loan on it. Okay. So you're underwater on this based on what you told me. You said you have eighteen thousand on the car loan, but it's worth fourteen or thirteen. Correct. So that means you're in the hole by about five grand on the car right now. That's correct. So that's the part of the. I didn't hear that as part of the equation. What was your solution for that? All right. So what
4: what I'm wondering is how to about this because I don't know if I can even sell it while I would still owe. No, you can't. It.
0: You need a clean title in hand, okay. and you can't have. So what you need to do, uh, one of two things. One, which I like the best, is you saving up $5,000 really quickly, sell everything, take on side jobs, and then once you have that 5000 you sell it for 13 you are cleared. Now, you have $0 to your name and no car, so that's a problem. Okay. So you're going to need a yeah, little more right. to be able to even buy a car. Uh, the other option, which this is the only time we'd ever tell you it's okay to take on some debt, is to take a personal loan for the difference from a local credit okay. union, I don't know what it's like in Puerto Rico... Uh, in order to cover the difference. Take out a $5,000 loan, you pay off the debt, and now we're in $5,000 of debt instead of eighteen.
4: All right, that sounds good. And then another question, because that sounds perfectly fine, and then another thing that I'm wondering is, would it also be possible um, for me to just um, put on hold baby step one, for example? So first get current, put on hold baby step one. If I do that in less than five months, I should have enough to make that difference and then be able to sell that car and continue with baby step one. Is that doable or should I just wait until I am in baby step two?
0: You would need to wait because the problem is if you try to skip baby step one, then every little ankle biter emergency is going to set you back and throw you backwards into debt because you have no cushion. Right. So the point of baby step one is just a tiny buffer Uh, to grab those ankle biters, the flat tire, the medical bill, those little things. Most emergencies in our lives that we think back on are less than $1,000. And so that's the purpose of that is so that you actually feel some traction. Otherwise, you're going to be in baby step one forever. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good to me I think that's pretty
1: much it yeah and also when you go to sell that car just make sure you really look at Kelly Blue Book see that range you mentioned that you've got something that you would knock down a thousand or two two thousand dollars for but you know before you do that in your advertising you may want to list it at 14 or 15 like you said and then allow that to be part of the negotiation versus starting at 12 or 13 and then possibly having someone complain and want a little bit more knocked off so just make sure you really look at the car's value and see if you should start a little bit higher so you have some negotiation room
0: yeah, and on top of a private sale, Giancarlo, you can also look at a lot of these online retailers that are buying cars right now, and they are paying top dollar still. So I would take advantage of that and do your due diligence, do your homework, research all of these sites like Carvana and Vroom that are paying sometimes more than you could get private sale and you're not dealing with the negotiations back and forth and they're happy to go fix it up and resell it for a profit. So that's another option for you to look into as well.
1: Absolutely. And I know that this sounds so basic, but just make sure to clean your car before you go to sell it. Having looked at used cars, I've been kind of blown away sometimes where I'm like- They're gross just vacuum the car go through
0: the car wash for 10 bucks and use the free vacuums i did this the other day to mine and it felt like i have a brand new car it's lovely and when you're
1: trying to sell your car like you need that you need that like nice car smell it like makes you more likely to buy and it's just funny how many people skip that very
0: just breeze it down guys come on (laughs) all right good stuff mary joins us up next in new york city mary welcome to the show
5: Hi, um thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um my ner- my nerves have gotten to me. Oh, really it's just now.
0: us, Mary. We're going to be fine.
5: <laughs> just us. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um so I have a question about at what point do you start saving up for a down payment of a house?
0: Where are you at right now in the baby steps?
5: Um we are past the emergency fund step
0: then you are exactly where you need to be to start saving up. We call it Baby Step 3B. Uh, it's an optional step because not everyone is at, at, you know, going to buy a house with their current state and where they mm-hmm. live and all those things. So that's where you do it because you have a financial foundation where you have no payments and you also have a fully funded emergency fund. So that's where we begin to save up. 10, 20% down is ideal to avoid PMI um, at that point. Mm-hmm. So have you looked at houses in your area?
5: Yeah, we've looked in houses in the area, and it's more so like we know that the down payment is ridiculous at twenty um, percent. Are you like, like in New York City proper? Reason. I yes, proper yes.
0: Wow. So have you what? What kind? Yeah, of, are we talking a condo?
5: No, uh, no, no, no. Like like an actual house area. Um, they have they have parts of like the city that you can actually get a house, which the down payment would be roughly. $200,000.
0: And so you're looking at like a million dollar house? What are we talking?
5: That's, that's the average price of any house in New York City.
0: And what's your income?
5: Uh, I believe the take-home combined is around...
0: Sorry, you, you broke up on us.
5: One fifty. Sorry. Oh, one fifty um, is take-home. Take home mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right, so... What's
5: I was confused if we should be saving for retirement at this point, too, or do we stop that?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a great question. Life. It becomes kind of a choose-your-own-adventure when you get to 3B4. <laughs> some people, if you, how old are you two?
5: Uh, I am 34, and he is 39.
0: Okay, do you guys have anything saved in retirement?
5: Yes, we both have been contributing um, when we first started out at our first job, so we do have some. In there in okay. that 401k, and then I have a um, we both have Roth IRAs, and as well as um, I should be getting a pension from my company as well.
1: Cool. Matt, how long do you anticipate it'll take you to get to that 200k?
5: That's what I'm trying to figure out now. Like, we're gonna sit down and have a big budget meeting on Saturday, and kind of going to go over everything at that point as to where everything lies
1: and how long it would take us okay because we don't want you in 3b for too long
0: yeah we we don't want you to pause that investing portion for more than about two years and so that's the purpose of it is you get really aggressive with the savings and the truth is you don't get a pass on math in new york city and i'm doing the math here (laughs) on our mortgage calculator mcsolutions.com if you put 200 grand down on even a 950 house your mortgage payment is seven grand And if you're taking 12 home, (laughs) that is a huge portion. So it may mean you live further out of the city. It may mean it takes you six Mm -hmm. years to save, and we're going to invest 15% while we do that. Okay. Did I hurt your feelings, Mary? thank you so much. I don't want to do that. No,
5: no, no, not at all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Never.
0: (laughs) I just want this house to be a blessing and not a curse. And so part of it is you live in one of the most expensive areas in the world, and it's just going to take longer if that's the goal and that's the dream. So stick with it. noticed when you commit to a change in one area of your life it's easier to make progress in others we've met thousands of people on their journey to building wealth who accomplished other amazing things along the way like losing 50 pounds improving their marriages finding careers they love overcoming stress and anxiety what seems impossible becomes possible when you have a smart plan in place and you turn up the focus and intensity on your goals. And that's exactly what we do at our Smart Conference event, and it's coming to Dallas, Texas on Saturday, October 22nd. This is a full one-day event where we help you build momentum in all areas of your life, whether you lost your job, the credit card bills eating up your paychecks, you need a little pep in your step because the financial journey is long and hard, or you're feeling all alone in this crazy world. We've got you. Ramsey Personalities, Rachel Cruz, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, Dave Ramsey, Christina Ellis, myself, will be on stage to give you a smart plan for your money, your relationships, your career, personal growth, you name it. We'll also have special guests Craig and Amy Groeschel there as well, speaking on marriage. It's going to be a good time and very entertaining, I might add. There's going to be live music. You never know which personalities will jump up there. Maybe Christina will do a solo on the guitar. Wouldn't that be entertaining? <laughs> More likely John Deloney, because this guy, it's his childhood dream to be ripping a solo in an arena, and so we're going to hopefully let him do that. So that's worth the ticket price right there, folks. Join us live in person October 22nd. Get your passes before they sell out. Even if you're not from Dallas, we get people who visit us from all over the world at these events, and I love meeting them, and it's a full day. It's You're, you're drinking from the... From the hose on this one. I mean, you just leave exhausted, motivated, inspired, ready to make some changes in your life. So join us. Bring some friends along. Ramseysolutions.com slash events is the place to go. Reserve your seats today. This is going to be a sellout event. Good times. You ready for for your talk at smart conference?
1: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm stoked. We just put on the final touches last week and I can't wait. You're ahead
0: of me. But (laughs) it's gonna be great. I'm very excited about where it's going. All right. Open phones this hour, 888-825-5225. Lori joins us up next in St. Louis. Lori, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Thank you for taking my call.
0: Yeah. How can we help?
6: Um, I need to know how to plan for my future and my children's future. I am debt-free, except for my mortgage, but it's I've still got quite a bit on it. Um, I'm in my 40s. I'm a single mom. I have two elementary school age children. Um, I make, well, 54 net, but that's after everything. So about 75 uh, gross. So not a lot. Um, I do contribute 15% to my 401k. I do drive an older vehicle. Um, I've got about a hundred thousand in like cash on hand in different accounts that I could access, like checking savings kind of thing. Um, I don't have anything set up for my children's education other than that, that cash. Um, I don't have any five twenty nines or anything like that. Um, So yeah, I'm just looking for what's the best way to move forward. Um, My investments in my 401k are just, it's like a program that invests for you automatically based on when you're supposed to retire. Oh, like a target I don't, date fund. Yeah, and I don't. You, I you don't. can't choose it. Oh, I probably can, but I know nothing about any of that, so okay. I just, I just leave it like that.
0: Got it. So, well, Lori, you are doing a lot better than you think you are. I can. You, you sound kind of defeated, and you feel like you're not making progress, but you're amazing.
1: Yeah, that was my thought. You're just, you're doing a really good job. I think you, yeah, kind of feel heavy about it, but I think we should start with the foundation of you're doing a really good job. Thank
0: so you. let's dig into some of these details. You've got the mortgage left. What's on that?
6: 167.
0: Okay, that's not too bad. And you have a great income. You sounded like you, you feel like you don't make enough. Are you able to pay all your bills? Yeah. So the 100000 in cash, does that include your emergency fund of three to six months? I don't months? have it broken.
6: Yeah. I mean, I definitely have my
1: house payments only 1000 a month. Awesome. Lori, what's kind of your financial background? Like, how did you decide not to take out debt? Have you been following the baby steps? What kind of got you started on this journey and made you want to call today?
6: Um, well, I've always been really responsible with money, but then I went through a divorce that depleted me quite significantly. Um, So I think there's a lot of fear that um, just because I had more. (laughs) So now it's like, I want to make sure that my children are taken care of and that, you know, I just, I guess I've been feeling old lately (laughs) and I just want to make sure that I have a plan for the future and that I'm not dependent on them. I don't want them to struggle So I think it's a lot of it's probably fear-based and, and I've never really taken, I mean, I had to pay off debt. So I was intentional at one point in my life, but for most of my life, I haven't struggled financially. So I've never really been too intentional about where my money goes. It's like, if I, if we go to the store, I don't have to think, do I have enough to cover it? I just get it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, well, so, we can help with that side of it. I'm going to gift you one year of every dollar premium to help you make a plan for every single one of those dollars because I think that will give you confidence and a little pep in your step that you're not just wandering through your financial life and making ends meet.
1: Yeah. And have you taken Financial Peace University? No. Let's also get her access to that. I love
0: it. One that year of Financial Peace, one year of every dollar.
1: And there's one more thing I think I want to gift her. Let's get you a copy of Own Your Past, Change Your Future by Dr. John Deloney, because you've been through a lot. And I think, um, like you said, you're feeling a lot of fear. I think you're feeling a bit defeated, but you're really doing a great job. And I think that you've got a really bright future ahead. But this book will help you kind of walk through those emotions so that you can get rid of some of that heaviness and really take ownership of your journey.
0: Yes. So, Lori, we're going to do that at the end of the call. Austin will pick up. We'll gift you with all of that. But before we go, well, let me hit you with just some real tactical things you you can do uh, this week to make you feel some progress number one there's probably an advisor a financial advisor that's attached to your 401k plan at work so contact your HR team and figure out who that person is so that you can get in touch with them and they can help you figure out what funds exist in that account that align with our principles. I want you in growth stock mutual funds, diversified across four types. This is You can easily find this stuff on our website. Uh, and I want you in that instead of these target date funds because what those do, they switch you to way more conserv- conservative investments over time. So you're going to be invested more in bonds than stocks, and bonds, have uh, they're safer bets, but they also have very little growth. And I don't want that in retirement where you go, I'm running out of money because I'm invested in things that aren't growing. That's a problem. So that's number one.
6: I mean, when I look at my 401k, that's where I get most defeated because, of course, it's not done well this year.
0: Oh, yeah. The market's terrible. Terrible year to look at your 401k. But we're, we're thinking future, Lori, here. We're thinking 20 yeah. years out, and so the, there's a great track record on that. The second thing is opening a 529 plan or an ESA, Education Savings Account, which you can do with one of our SmartVester pros at RamseySolutions.com and click on Ramsey Recommends, and they can help you set one of these up and help. they'll, they'll align with our philosophy on which mutual funds to choose inside of that. And the ESA has limits of about $2,000 a year. But with the money you have, the $100,000, i would go ahead and, and just fully fund that for the year, 2000 each for each of the kids. You can also do a 529 plan that are state-specific. They can help you choose one of those, and those have way higher uh, limits for what you can contribute. So that will What's help you- What's the benefit of that? Well, that it? money will grow tax-free, and then you can withdraw oh, okay. it tax-free for education expenses.
2: Okay.
0: So that will set them up for college. They're in elementary school now, so you know, think 10, 15 years from now. If you just do that every year, that money's going to grow to be six figures and help them go to college debt free. Okay. And then anything beyond that, you're already investing 15%. We're throwing some money into the kid's college. Beyond that, take the rest of the money in that account beyond your three to six months emergency fund and throw it at the mortgage and let's start attacking that mortgage next.
6: Okay. What if I'm not sure that I'm staying in my current home?
0: Well, the good news is the money didn't disappear. Because when you sell that house, you have all of that equity that you'll be able to roll into the next house. And so I love it because it's a forced savings plan. Because when it's sitting in the bank, it all of a sudden becomes the new car fund, the vacation fund, instead of the freedom fund for Lori so that she doesn't have a house payment for the last 25 years of her life. So that's my dream for you. So start dreaming. Get connected to a smart investor. Take care of the 401k. You're doing great. There's just little tweaks along the way. But you're a warrior. Single moms are very, very impressive. You're doing so great.
1: I grew up with a single mom and y'all are warriors. Amazing. Heroes.
0: Andy Show. I'm George Campbell, joined today by Christina Ellis, and we are taking your calls. It's about your life and your money. 888 5225 Colorado Springs is where we go next. Andrew joins us there. What's up, Andrew? How's it going, sir? We are doing so great. How are you? How can we help? Uh, I'm doing. I have a question. I'm on babysitter. Sorry, you're, you're breaking up on us. Can you try to get to a clear spot? me better now, sir? A little better. Let's try that.
7: All right. So I'm on baby step zero okay. with uh, two credit cards and I don't know how to figure out my debt. I'm trying to figure out how to start zero, um, but I have no clue at figuring out the, how to figure out exactly what my debt is. I don't know that avenue.
1: Do you know who you owe that debt to?
7: Um, so me and the wife, we've been together five years. We know we have two credit cards I know I went to SWIFT. There might be a possibility with that company could owe some money, but just maybe think of it as completely negligent with money. What is the fastest way to figure out who you owe debt to so you can start paying it off?
1: Well, the first place I I don't
7: think we're... Yes, ma'am?
1: Yeah, the first place I'd start with is your credit report. So you can go in on your credit report. It's going to list the different creditors that you owe money to.
0: And you can pull that for free. So don't pay for it.
7: Uh, so, I've already made a few mistakes, okay?
0: You already paid for it?
7: Uh, I did about six months ago, but it didn't show. Um, it, was, uh,
0: it was totally actually, clear? I
7: believe it was one. Of, no, no, sorry, it did show up like a, a hundred or 150 cell I'm
0: sorry, my friend, you're um, breaking I, up on us.
7: I said it did show maybe a hundred, $150 cell phone bill from the past, but okay. that's all it showed up. But that there was, I don't know if, like, it fully considered me and my wife. I, I, I'm, I'm not for sure.
1: Did you run a report for both of you?
7: No, ma'am. I, I did it on on my information.
1: Okay. And you remember signing up for two credit cards?
7: Well, we have two credit cards together right now, under, and the total balance is, like, $900. We can knock that out. That's no problem. It's just trying to figure out what, who else might be holding the, the, the debt gavel.
1: Okay. How do you know that you owe the $900? Are you getting statements in um, the mail or
0: where's that? Yes, in the
7: ma'am. They, they send us, they send to in the mail and we, we know we've opened these cards.
0: Well, they should, you should have an account with them. Can you contact them and have them pull up your file and say, hey, what what exactly do I owe? Have you tried that?
7: Yes, sir. No, I, uh, the, these two of the $900, I fully understand. I just want to know if there's any more debt looming over us and how to figure mm-hmm. out how to take care of that before we start on baby step one.
0: But to your knowledge, these two are is all of the debt you have. You have no recollection uh, of any other debt sitting out there.
7: Other than that cell phone bill that it pulled up, it, it did ring knowledge when I was 19, that, that I, I might not have paid the bill, and now they're holding me for $150.
0: Well, there'd be collectors calling you. You'd be getting some stuff in the mail. So I don't think it's going to be much of a secret if you owe money.
1: Well, and could you call up that All cell right. phone company just to check?
0: Yeah, yes, I can. I haven't yet. We,
7: we, we've we just started on this journey for about a month now, less than a month.
0: Oh. Okay. So well, we're, we're glad but, yes, you've, can, can you're be? on board. And part of this plan, for- Andrew, is starting to be very proactive with money instead of reactive. We've got to start paying attention. We're not going to be passive. We're just going to be aggressive. We're going to be on the phones figuring out who we owe, what we owe, how are we going to pay this off, how quickly can we do it, how can we get a financial foundation under us so that we can sleep better at night and we have freedom. And so we can help you with that part. Yeah. Uh, With a budget, and I'll gift you one year of every dollar premium and financial peace university for you and your wife to go through. Uh, Since you're new listeners, I want you to get a full picture of what this crazy plan looks like so that you can feel that motivation and progress.
1: Yeah, and don't be afraid to don't be afraid to get on the phone and just call people. I think there's there's no harm in picking up the phone and just being kind of shameless. Like if you think there's any chance that you owe somebody something, check. Like so a lot of people have medical debt that pops up they didn't realize that they had. And then one day it just, they're, they're getting a call from a collector and they're like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. So if there's any chance you have a medical debt, a traffic ticket that's outstanding or anything like that, just give the person a call and double check, you know, just to make sure.
0: Andrew, yes, both sir. of you, your wife and yourself, go to annualcreditreport.com. You can pull for free once a year your credit reports from all three credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And so what you can do then is cross-check between all three to figure out what debt is sitting out there and what you owe. And that will help you uh, gain some confidence and clarity.
1: As far okay, as you know, sure. well, is it just the $900 that you all owe?
0: Um,
7: well... Plus the hundred and fifty for the probability of the supplement that I do remember, so okay. about
0: a grand. Call it a thousand. Mm-hmm. What's like your uh, income?
7: Uh seventy thousand. I just got promoted, so I'm making seventy thousand a year.
0: Great. So this debt's going to be gone tomorrow. Uh I pray to. Be, I just want to make sure, because I, I don't want to get caught in
7: the trap of, oh, uh, well, now you didn't take care of zero. So guess what? You, you moved
0: up, but now you got to go back
7: there. I want to make
0: sure you pay your balance. And in the full.
7: wife has talked about it. I want everything kosher before even moving up. I want it done, so I don't have to deal with it. Well,
1: get it in writing. Anytime you you pay,
0: say, hey, I want this written. This is settled in full. And close the account.
1: Well, and also, I would encourage you to get that $1,000 emergency fund, because we've got the baby steps. And Baby Step 1, you said you're on zero. Baby Step 1 is get that $1,000 emergency fund. So I would do that even before you worry about these cards, and then go to Baby Step 2, so that you can avoid going into any further debt
7: understood uh, i'll definitely do that but i but love something this. i did miss is i'm um, sorry ma'am no go ahead uh something i did miss is the name that website i was trying to write it down but i didn't have annual my, in my hand
0: com report okay there. and don't pay a dime all right
7: sorry yeah well i already messed up but it won't happen again Get got no,
0: that's all right
1: hey, I think you got to cut yourself some slack. You keep saying, you know, you messed up or I got to have everything right and everything's perfect. Like, it's a journey. It's a financial journey. We make mistakes all the time, even in our own journeys. So I the think time. Dave would say the same thing. It's just something where you, that you can't That means you're expect. over
0: 12 years old if you made a money mistake. So <laughs> right. join the club, Andrew. There it's we go. One. That's it. It's great. So, uh, hang on the line. Austin is going to pick up. We're going to gift you one year of Financial Peace University. Watch all nine lessons. You don't have to do it all in one night, but spread it out. Maybe once a week. There's discussion questions along there, uh, some fill in the blanks to keep you engaged, as well as every dollar premium. What I want you to do is this weekend sit down with your wife and you're going to map out your income for the month. And that's going to sit at the top. Beyond that is your expenses. List every single thing out that has hit your bank account, every transaction needs a home in your budget. And what's going to happen at first is you're going to be disgusted. And you're going to go, we spent $800 eating out this month? Oh, my goodness. No wonder we don't know where our money's going. And so this is step one is admitting you have a problem, and that's okay. I did the same thing when I first started doing a budget. Step two is to go, all right, we're going to try to aim for $400 for our total food budget, and we're not going to eat out because we are in debt the house is on fire, we've got to do some things differently. So then your goal is to track every transaction with every dollar premium, it'll connect to your bank, you can drag the transactions up and track all of those. And your goal is to stay within those parameters for each category. And when you do that, you're going to see so much progress, and you're going to feel so confident about the future. And the sacrifice goes from difficult to addicting. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, where else could we save? We're paying too much for cable. You know what, cut the cable we got 400 bucks in cell phone bill oh my goodness no we're switching right. we're going to go 30 bucks for the unlimited plan we're switching carriers we're getting ripped off right and so you do that in every single budget line item and it's amazing all of the money you'll find in the proverbial couch cushion Yep, but again,
1: show yourself grace in that process. Don't try the budget for a month and go, man, I suck at this. I didn't hit all my line items and, and I just must not be good at budgeting because it takes the average person about three months to really get the hang of it. So give yourself grace that first few months because you will reach that spot where you're like, ooh, this is exciting and it's fun, but you kind of, you have to walk through those periods of time where it's like, oh, this isn't very fun because I got to learn it and I got to get used well, to new you're habits. looking
0: in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't worked out in a long time, financially <laughs> speaking. right. And And it's not fun to look at but then you see the progress day after day month after month and all of a sudden you got a pile of money in the bank and no payments and you're able to breathe and you have margin and you can focus on your kids and your marriage because you're not hoping that next paycheck comes in. So thanks so much for the call, Andrew. Glad you're joining our weird club. Austin's going to pick up and help you out. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Christina Ellis, all the folks in the booth, Austin, Ben, James, Andrew, Zach, and you, America. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you before you know it.